I can't wait for live shows. I can't wait for live shows. Either musical shows uh, or... or, And I'm not going to take this crap for granted any longer. I am going to go out and I'm going to enjoy um, live events. And, uh, and, And one of the things that I miss most is Theatre Northwest and their shows. If you have not had a chance to check out their shows, you have to... Um, don't have, you don't have to, you can do whatever you want, but but <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Uh, check it out. And for those of you that have seen the show, uh, one of the reasons that this, those shows are so fantastic um, is the guy that I have in the studio with me today. John is the production manager. Production manager at Theater Northwest. Production what? Production manager. Production man. He's the man. He is. I couldn't figure out what he does, so I had to (laughs) come and ask him to explain it a little bit better. Although John and I do have history, I spent a little time um, working for John and uh, for a few shows. So welcome, John. Thanks, John Riley. Why what thank do you, you do? very much. What, what do, do I do? do? do That's do? a fine question. It's it's <clears throat> describing what a production manager does is always tough. Um, a lot of it is the organization and budget keeping of a given show at Theater Northwest. Um, it's taking everything from the beginning beginning nascent stage. Um, of designer conversations, bringing them all together and being sort of the little black cloud on saying that, you know, that's a really great idea. It would be wonderful if we could afford that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be wonderful if there was time to build that and this kind of thing, keeping things into reality, going and making sure the staff keeps working. What did you say in the, what did you say in the interview about... The quality of a production manager is directly related to their phone book. Their phone book. Yeah. Who you've got? Who you know? Well, exactly. It's it's who you can pull in because I mean, theater's community. Um, whether it's community theater or professional theater or whatever it is, um, there's just so many you know different aspects to a given production that you can't know them all yourself and your staff can't know them all unless you're Stratford festival, you know? So you're pulling in different people, electricians, you're pulling in people with their tickets and who you, who you can grab to, you know, fill in your knowledge gaps. And subject to in, in the professional world anyway, subject to not just one union, but, Possibly several. Yeah, there's there's several unions that unions and associations that we deal with. I mean, Canadian Actors Equity um, is the big one, really, um, that handles all the actors and directors and choreographers. Um, there is uh, carpenters, electricians. Do you deal with those unions at all, or those associations? We don't deal with those associations. Yeah. Um, 
in larger centers, there's IATSE, yeah, which is the technical theater union. Uh, we don't have IATSE up here. It's just not large enough to, you know, our staff is so small. I was thinking today before before we started. I thought, I thought this is the guy. The production manager is the guy that coordinates all the other entities, so people aren't like nailing other people to the set. Yes, and making sure people are safe. Yes, and especially up here because. There's also another what position. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> because there's a, another position called technical director, which works hand in hand with the production manager, and the technical director is a lot more hands on. Oh, okay. So you do we like don't, two hats. You have two yeah, hats. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, here at Theater Northwest, were you a technical director prior to? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who was? Ah, uh, and I can't remember her name. She was a production manager for Aaron Birkenberg. Aaron Birken Berksy. Berksy. Yeah, Burks. Burks. Yeah. Um, she I, came uh, in for a, she came in for a season, and then spent a season mentoring me. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Because I wondered. I thought she'd lived here, but she's like many theater people here in Prince George is uh, uh, sort of immigrated from either down south or out east. Yeah, she was back and forth from Edmonton. Oh, so, was it Edmonton? Yeah. Originally, it was Toronto, yeah. but her and her partner moved to Edmonton, and while she was getting her career going there, um, she knew Jack Grinhouse, mm -hmm. who was artistic director at the time, and uh, he brought her in as production manager, because he and I talked, and it was, all right, where's our biggest gap that we have? Mm -hmm. And really, it was someone who has time to sit down and actually keep track of the budget. Our... Um are designers a member? Are they usually a member of associations, or are they freelance? Some are some are freelance, um, but there is ADC, which is the Associated Designers of Canada, mm -hmm. uh, who have actually just joined IATSE. Um, so that will be interesting to see how that turns out for us. I'm not sure what that means yet. We haven't had a negotiation with them as members of IATSE yet, but uh, yeah, ADC comes in. And, I mean, like, Hans Safkow is a member of ADC. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. And... Hans, by the way, to, to people that don't know, is a set... He does set design, but he yeah. does set painting and, like, blow your freaking mindset painting. The man this is, guy's amazing. The man is just ridiculously talented. He's one of the reasons, and I told him this, I said, Hans... You are one of the reasons I do podcasts because he would always be walking around with one earbud in, yeah. right? Yeah, listening, listening to podcasts. Podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. And I like him. So I want to find out what's going on. Yeah, so exactly. he's one of the reasons why. I think he listens to podcasts all the time, so he doesn't have to pay any attention to me. And, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, so they're not, but you still need to coordinate. Okay, let me see if I got it right. You handle all the money and you say, yes, you can do this, or no, you can't. As long as Marnie lets me. <laughs> um, Marnie being our executive director yeah. uh, at Theater Northwest. Is but, she the uh, ED or the GM? She's the ED. Okay. So that's a title that came up about a year ago. Oh, okay. I didn't know, I didn't know there was an ED there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's. She does what Sean Farrell does here. Yeah. 
He's like, why are you spending all this money? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, keep the wallet sewn up tight and uh, all that kind of thing. And I get what I'm able to eke out of her in my budget. And I get to spend that and not one penny more. And she's, you know, uh, like uh, Marnie is a tough, tough, like all of you guys do, especially the last year and a half, right? Like a roller coaster ride. So it's tough, especially when it's tough to budget when you don't have any money to budget. Don't have any money to budget and don't know what you're budgeting for. Um, and I and I talked to Marnie before, and we were talking about the new uh, artistic director, and that's put on hold for a season. Or or is there any has there been any movement on that, or is it better to ask Marnie that question? It's better to ask Marnie that question. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's. We're we're trying a few different things. I don't think for our next season we're gonna have we won't have a G, an artistic director. Yeah. Um, we're looking at some hybrid models that will allow us to really sort of better address what the North is interested in. It's really tough when you put out a call for artistic directors and you get ten really good entries out of Toronto. And, oh, okay. you know, God love them. They might be brilliant people, but Toronto has a different taste than Prince George. Well, yeah, I think, um, and I was, uh, who was I? There's been a few incidents here where people from larger centers have come to Prince George to fail spectacularly. Yeah. Um, only because they they didn't know, and I'm not saying in the artistic world, but just even in the intellectual world, it's, it's oh, I'll come up here, um, especially Vancouver, I'll come up here and I'll show you how things are, Yeah. how you're going to do things. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to teach you what you want or teach you what you like. I don't think Jack and was like that. He pushed the envelope. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't think he he I don't know if he was arrogant enough to assume that that people in Prince George didn't have any taste. I don't think no. so. No, no, I don't think so no. either. No. No. No, J- um, Jack had his own special kind of arrogance that we love him for. <laughs> he's an actor. We love, of course I he's love arrogant. I love you anyways, Jack. Because um, I'm hoping you'll listen to this, so I just want to be a pain in the ass. Uh, I found out that that I probably wasn't suited to being a stage manager after all that I've done. and But that's okay. There's lots of talented people out there. Yeah, we liked I, having you. And well, I love being there, and I'm going to still be there. You know, yeah. when things change, I don't want to. I don't want to use that term "back to normal" because there is no back to normal. But when when theater um, comes back, and it will, I believe in my heart it will, uh, probably stronger than ever. And I've said this before that uh, the Renaissance we need to remember remember that the Renaissance was uh, took place during a time of chaos and plague yep so I don't I don't see any reason why we can't have a, a theater Renaissance too and what does that look like to you what do you think it's gonna going to <laughs> pan out as I think there's going to be a mix I think there's going to be a I think there's going to be a demand and a pull to return to giving us some musicals and comedies, some classical, not classical as in old, mm-hmm. but um, the things that the audiences have always loved. Shaw, Bernard Shaw. Yeah, possibly even. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, like 
some of the stuff that we've done recently, the you know the Buddy Holly show, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People loved it, and I think that's the kind of thing they're going to be looking for when they come out of this. Some good knee slapping comedies, comedy, yeah, um, stuff like that. And I think we're going to get produced, especially the Fringe Festival for the next three four years are all going to be plays about COVID. <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> <laughs> all the actors who've been going buggy in their house writing scripts. You, oh, there's and probably a thousand, th- thousand, thousand, thousand scripts out there. Jack, yeah, have exactly. you have you decided to write a script? <laughs> it's a, it's a story. No, I mean, no doubt, and and I'm sure there's people that can put a spin on it that'll make it. Because I mean, and I was talking to my wife about stuff today and about life, and it's like you know what? You, it's not that we don't we don't. Uh, re- we don't take things seriously, but we don't take things too seriously, yeah. right? Because it's just life. Yeah. And it'll pass, and we'll move on, and we'll figure it out. And then 10 years down the road, we'll be going, fuck, do you remember? Right? Yeah. You know? Um, so some comedies. Do you think they're going to do any, like, live streaming? Or that that's more of an equity thing for sure. It's an that's yeah. That's... There's there's a bit of that in there, yeah. equity, and uh, as soon as you put a camera in front of it, you also get ACTRA in there, which is the film union uh, yeah. involved. But we discussed it, and what it comes down to is we're a we're a theater company. We're not we're not a movie company. Yeah, yeah. And you look at some live events, and some of them translate really well. Some of them really don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm personally not a fan of the one static camera going and filming a play on stage. Yay, neither am I. Yeah, it just, it doesn't read. You know, the whole magic of theater is you're there. Yeah. And you're getting it without actually being able to do three weeks of rehearsal and then another another week of rehearsal just for the camera, and so the camera can get in there and do close-ups like you do in a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're not a movie company. We don't know how to do that. The original three D show, yeah, theater. I, yeah. I I'm glad because I I can't see, like I can't. Yeah, I can't see how you would how you would do that and still, like you say, give the same. Uh, performance and and it's just another something else for the actors. Am I in the, you know, they get the they're, they're professionals without a doubt, but it's that added layer of making it and turning a certain way and even, you know, like you turn of a head when you're on stage when you're doing your blocking. If you don't do the turn of the head, it's not. I mean that angle of your. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. everything's magnified on camera i think is what you're trying to say yeah yeah Yeah, everything's magnified on camera and it just it's it's tough some people are able to do it really really well and kudos to them and there's been some great productions put out there on zoom and youtube and things like that but um it's not something that, like I said, it's just, it's not something we know how to do. So we don't want to do it badly. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian Ball. Brian Ball. Fabulous artist, fabulous designer. 
uh, an amazing man. Um, I noticed some of the stuff that he was posting. The the actors had um, or the cast had their cast. No. <laughs> the cast cast. The cast cast. Still say you got to change the name of this podcast cast. to the cast cast. Uh, and if I do, I will certainly give credit to your <laughs> lovely bride. Um, he was he was showing images on social media of um, the cast in masks. Yeah, those schools. Like, oh, was that a school? I think I think so. The ones that I went and saw, I think it was Cap. Okay. Uh, Cap University that, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, Brian does a lot of stuff down there with, down in Vancouver with uh, the different universities because, well, they're darn lucky to have them. Yeah. Um, guy's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if we would see anything like that or maybe even, you know, as I was sitting here and I was, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, why couldn't, why couldn't, we do a sort of a social media radio play. That's interesting. Well, That's interesting. Something to think about. Let's yeah. get Marnie. Marnie, give us some money. We want to do. We want to do a radio play. <laughs> we want to do a radio play. Hey man, bring in a radio play, and that you want to do, and let's talk about it. Seriously. Seriously. Really. Why not? Okay, well, then... Well, no, I mean, I'm not saying, yes, we'll go for oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. But, but uh, suggestions like that, sure. It's, well, like, things, it's things like the play readings that yeah. we were doing. Yeah. Um, we all had so much fun doing that. Now, see, the nice, the, the nice part of that is people can still maintain social distance. Like, we're, what, eight feet apart? Yep. Um, and, and, and the way things are set up, things can be done remotely... Uh, but still, I mean, remotely is in like 12 feet away or yeah. 20 feet away. People can, set up on okay. the stage and just ring the stage All with right. I'm microphones. Gonna, you I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look at this seriously. This yeah. could be something, a lot of fun. It could. And, um, open up that theater. Do they, do you think, when do you, th oh, it's hard. You, you can't call that, can you? My crystal ball says yeah. we'll do our show in November. November? The Christmas November, show. The Christmas show. And what is it? Can uh, you say? I can say one and three. I can't say two. Um, the first one that we're going to be doing in November, we have we announced it previously last season when we were trying to get it going, mm -hmm. is The Marvelous Wonderettes. Oh, right. Um, All-woman cast starts in their high school reunion and then goes to a 10 year reunion, not high school reunion, their high school, uh, prom mm -hmm. and then goes to a 10 year reunion. So fifties and sixties music. It's, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Live music. Yep. Yeah. They're not playing their music this time. Nice. Like unlike some of the last musicals we've done, yeah. it's not the actors playing the music. So it'd be a band on stage with the performers. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then three is would take place in April, April. I think. Uh, and it's Mum's the word. And that which, is comedy. That's a comedy. That is. Um, it's one of those shows that if you're a mom, go see it because every mom that I know who has seen it was peeing themselves laughing. It's 
just it was written by a collective of women down in Vancouver and has toured all over the place. It's got a couple sequels to it now. And it's just, it's a very funny play. I find it very funny. Marnie was crying while she was reading it. She was laughing so hard. Oh, okay. Um, and why can't you see two? Because we haven't announced two yet. I know, I can't give you, I can't give you, I can't. But you know what it is. I know what it is. He knows what it is. I'm I'm following orders because I went in and asked specifically about this. What what can I talk about? She said, not two. Not two, and that's it. Everything else. Pretty much. Um... I th- I'm, I still got that I got that idea in my in my head, and I'll see if. Uh, and you and you were talking about earlier. I want to I want to go back to that when you said you had ten great creative uh, uh, or artistic directors, and we haven't that that had applied. You're, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all from Toronto, and I know a theater north or out that way or whatever from a, from from yeah. not here. Yeah. Basically, right. Yeah. Um. What, and I know Theater Northwest does this, but what? How much effort do they put into nurturing that local talent? More and more. More and more. Yeah. Um, it's something that Marnie really believes in. So do I. Mm-hmm. But having the boss really believe in it, you know, puts it forward. It's trying to find people locally who want to come in and play, come in and take part in mm-hmm. what we're doing is great i gotta just i mean and and ferris vasco is a is a prime example she started as a volunteer in the in the front of house and and uh and an usher and now she she's producing uh, like cold snap festival stuff yeah she's prop Head of props she's she's head of props and front of house manager and front of house manager yeah yeah so there's opportunity, I think, for people when they get involved and, and don't ever, like, uh, to me, it's like, you know, first of all, you're never too old, right? I was 50 when I first, I think I, 52 when I first walked in the door. Yeah. Or 51. And you're never too young. Well, okay, maybe okay. you're <laughs> But you know what I mean. You must, you must be able to use the washroom on your own. Yes, yes. <laughs> and... Um, and it's never like it. It's it's not. How am I going to say it? It's don't be don't be intimidated, right? Yeah. Don't be intimidated by it. Yeah. Because it's so. I mean, it's not that clicky. Uh, you know, theater always has had this sort of. I guess miss. What's the word I'm looking for? There in high. I mean, if you're talking in high school and whatnot. There's we always were the, the clique artsy of, people. The, oh, the mystique. <laughs> yes. Know. Yes. We're, oh. the, we're the artists, you know. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, What, what? <laughs> and if we deign to speak to you, you should be so lucky. Um, it's yeah. not like that. It's, it's no. true. Maybe in high school it still is. I don't know. I was, I was a bitch in high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you got into this. Okay. The interview said, so back, at, we'll, we'll talk high school, but probably was it before high school when you... When you got involved in theater? Grade nine. Grade nine. Grade nine. And why? I, I got into drama. I, I entered drama itself because I was so shy and wanted to open up. And I immediately fell head over heels in love with 
one of the one of the girls in my class, and she was deeply into the drama programs and doing the play and all of this kind of thing. So naturally, I had no choice. Naturally, <laughs> you know, had no choice. I had to stalk her into. <laughs> no, well. she became a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. but um, followed her into. You know, doing the actual productions, and then the teacher went and grabbed me and had me starting to build sets and stuff like that. And and did you go to school? Did you did you continue like post secondary education? I went to National Theater School. Really? Yeah. I that's Montreal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm lucky. I'm sitting here. I'm grateful to be. Sitting yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, and, and um, <laughs> some and some people take that route, and some people like Heather Thompson. Mm-hmm. Who's fantastic stage manager? Yeah. Is uh, didn't she? And so when I had heard, because I had seen, you know, like like Jack went to uh, York. Yeah, he went to York. He went to the National Theater School. Uh, many other, many of the cast members that I've met, off and on throughout the years, have attended some post secondary education, and and uh, and I recommend it for people that. You know, I wish I did. I wish I had. Um, but it's nice to know that you don't you don't have to. That's not absolute um, to be able to get into to get into the business. It's true. It is far less common these days for people to come in, you know, totally. I don't mean to say untrained, but without without an actual um, education behind them, mm-hmm. it's less common. But it still happens not unheard of no it's totally not and especially in places like prince george where i mean bradley charles when he came to us um he had skills but he didn't have theater skills so i was teaching him you know okay fine this is this is how you work a soundboard this is how you work Mm -hmm. a lighting console Mm -hmm. um yada 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 and at this point, he's a technician, so he doesn't have the. Well, I thought he was building sets. He went. He. Well, he does all of it. Oh, I it mean, that's that's oh, okay. the nature oh. of TNW. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you build the sets, and when the sets built, you hang the lights, and when the lights are hung, you rig up Talk the microphones, and, and yeah, 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 and learn the board. Exactly. And then he and I run the shows. And. Uh, so that's and I so I encourage people, especially younger people, if they want to uh, get involved, like just do it. Don't let it. Don't let your lack of knowledge stop you. Because here, I found something in Prince George that if you reach out or if you just ask, um, people will people are there to to totally. help you, and they'll say, "Yeah, um, you, you're suited to this, or you're not suited to this." Yeah, right. And that's a that's a good thing for a person to know, like. Um, wasting time on something that you're not good at, right? I mean, I hate to say not good at, but, but uh, let me. So in school, we got grades A, B, C, D, E, right? Yeah. We went and tried out for a basketball team, or and I say basketball team because I'm the shortest guy in the room. <laughs> um, and I found by not making the basketball team. Right. And not wasting time on something that I wasn't suited to. I found something else that I was suited to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
what's up with what's is Ferris doing anything? Is she with you guys in the theater? And I know you you don't have much time. There's not much to do. Ferris is well. Ferris is still with us for a little bit. Um, she just got accepted to Dalhousie, so she's for law. She's off to Nova, Nova Scotia. I think it's Nova Scotia. I think it's yeah. Nova Scotia. Um, so yeah, wow. she's she's off there um, in August. What's she doing there? Law. 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 I know. That is so far removed from she's what gonna, I she's thought. going to save us all. She will save. Oh, <laughs> lawyers. Be prepared, Ferris. There are just a shit ton of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be prepared. Exactly. But I mean, she's already gone and made contact with Neptune Theater out there. So. Oh, good for her. You know, to yeah. go and keep her fingers in the theater. So when you left school, when mm-hmm. you left, when you left Montreal, when you, yeah. when you when you graduated the National Theater School, yeah, you went to Vancouver. Kamloops. Kamloops. Oh, Kamloops. That's uh, where I was from at the time. I looked. You know what? I, I often wonder why we can't. And then I realized, you know, we have a snow removal budget and Kamloops doesn't. So, but it's such a beautiful city. It is. It, the only thing that's stopping, well, there's two things stopping me from moving there. One is my lovely bride, my muse, and because grandkids. And the other is it's so damn hot. Yeah. It is bloody hot in the summer. But um, uh, Western Canada Theater yeah. in Kamloops. Yeah. It was still Western Canada Theater Company when I started. Mm-hmm. Then they changed their name to Western Canada Theater because something came down for some reason that a theater company wasn't allowed to call itself a theater company anymore. And it's, so you had to change your name. So some rule in um, for not-for-profits. And now, and so so what is Theater Northwest then? Theater Northwest Society. Society. Yeah, we're the, the we're the so TNW Theater Northwest Society, and they fall under the Society Act. Yes, yeah. Society. Do all theaters fall, fall under that, or all? All yes, yeah. all pretty much all professional theaters. I don't know if there are any for. There must be like Mervish. Mervish Productions and things like that back east. Is he still are, tearing down the, the Royal Alex? I don't know. Oh, fuck. I was so mad. <laughs> when I heard that, I took my wife to see a show there. Yeah. Because I, I wanted her to see. Well, first, it was her first show that she'd seen live. And, and I thought, you need to see it here. Yeah. Right? At the Royal Alex. So... So they fall under... So they had to change the name. And you from there, you mm. went... What were you doing there? Were you production? I was a technical there? director there. Okay. Yeah. And running Sagebrush Theater mm-hmm. as sort of my primary. And then I went down to Vancouver for about 10 years and did corporate events. So. So what? Hold on. Theater to corporate events. Same job. Made my eyes twitch. Same job, bigger budget. Oh, and probably bigger paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would take it. I would take it too. Um, yeah, exactly. And but you got to do, it got in to do some really got to do some really cool things and mm-hmm. really expand the skill set. You know, worked on the Olympics. Oh, took, did you? You know, I took shows down to San Diego. Um, okay, so so then what? So you so you did the same thing. So you handled different like light designers and. And carpenters and yeah, stage we had a, guys we had a car- we had a carpentry shop. So I'm still going through. Still, I was a production manager there. Why did you leave? I burnt out. 
Did you? Honestly, I just, yeah. I, I cooked. Huh. I was doing too much and burnt out on it. And then, so I left my position. And while I was looking for something, Samantha McDonald went and gave me a call and said, come on up here. I need a TD. Hmm. And she's an old pal of mine. Yeah. And kind of jumped at the chance to work with her again. Samantha. Was she the artistic director? Yeah. She was before Jack. I thought, I think I met her. I think. No, no, no. I didn't. She's about her. three foot tall, blonde. No. Oh, no, no. The other day I met one of the board members or former board members or, eh, I can't remember. Chair, yeah. chair people or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and that was what? That was a while ago, actually, wasn't Nine it? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. I'm going into my 10th season. This next season will be my 10th. And it'll, and it'll be a season. I'm, I'm believing that it is. I'm believing that it is. Like, you know, I, said, like I, I said, my crystal ball says that we'll be able to do it. I get, uh, I get, my, I get my vaccination on Thursday. Nice. I'm my, still waiting to hear about mine. My first jab. Well, you're, you're quite a bit younger than me. um and so i said to i said on my radio show i said uh i said i may not be able to flatten my belly but i can do my part to flatten the curve (laughs) and i shouldn't laugh because i've i've been you know i'm reaching that stage where i'm watching other people drop yeah so good move you happy up here i am are you really i am you know what i like i like prince george I love Prince George. Yeah. But, I mean, being, and I guess kind of in the same boat, doing lots of exciting and fun things in life and then finding oneself in Prince George seems almost anticlimactic, but it really isn't. You know what? I, I'm a hands-on kind of guy. Yeah. I like being involved. And when you start getting into your larger companies, you're less and less involved Mm -hmm. you know you're more focused into your position and having other people do things where here i'm still sometimes get in there and build some of the sets Mm -hmm. you know i'm still involved in the lighting hang i don't climb ladders so well anymore but uh (laughs) (laughs) but let's leave that one we'll leave that one alone i was worried about you coming up i thought can he come up the stairs is he okay (laughs) because I mean, I last. I mean, I've only seen you very intermittently over over the last few years, just yeah. because of circumstances and, of course, the pandemic. Um, but yeah, but you don't need the cane anymore, do you? No, no, no. I keep it in the car for giggles. Or only and you're tired, or yeah, yeah, mostly. But you poke the you end, poke the end, people in the drive-through when you go by their window. With yeah, your exactly. Cane. Just, just stop talking stuff, on your phone. <laughs> You know, yeah. Keep it there for after twelve hour days or something like that. You know, that's tiring. That's when you start eh? needing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what were you? Oh, you don't get up and down ladders anymore, but you do. But I real I notice like working with you, you don't micromanage, and that's a good thing. If you got good people, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, I give wish- them give them good information and let them go, and then just watch the process and be patient. Yeah. Yeah. You were always, you were always, you were always patient with me. So I'm grateful for that. John, I, I'm so, and I'm also grateful that you had, took the time to stop by. Hey. 
right. It was a pleasure, buddy. I'm going to, like, I got this radio, or this podcast theater. Podcast theater. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to. So what, quickly, what's the process? I just do, I just give, write out an idea and say, how do how does this look? How does this, how do you think this is going to look? Or Well, I mean, it would be, I'd say, let's sit down and talk with Marnie on it and see see what she goes and says. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, it would be coming with a script. Mm-hmm. And if it's something we're going to go ahead with, let's, you know, gather a cast. And logistics. And, far and logistics, as far as... you know, spacing and things like that. Yeah. Again, on the stage, it's dead easy to space people. We got, you know, 40 by 28. That gives us One of the of most narrow stages in Canada. Not narrow, but uh, depth. No depth. Yeah. To a shallow stage. Okay, shallow, shallow stage. Wide, though. Wide, wide Very and wide. shallow. Wide and shallow. Well, when I came here, I mean, we've got some wings in there now. But when Ted was running it and Samantha also, there was no permanent stage there. and There was no wings. It was You'd build them in every show for what you needed. Oh, so it would be 68 feet wide mm-hmm. by 24 feet deep, which was just horrendous for the amount of time it takes actors to cross from one side of the stage to the other. Slows down, slows down the play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the great innovations that Jack brought in for sure, was going and putting, put, just having a permanent stage in, going having permanent wings in, going the new seats the seats i remember they were the plastic i thought the plastic lawn chairs when yeah when i when i first when i first went into theater northwest was oh probably 15 16 years ago and yeah and and my 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 limited experience at the time was from toronto so you know i was that arrogant toronto boy and i was like wow this is pretty fucking amateur night <laughs> but then i then quickly i learned that it wasn't no right it wasn't it was just the seating seating had nothing to do with the theater but the beautiful seats in there now yeah well there was i mean a really strong belief on that was held by you know like ted and Ann when they were there and samantha followed it also really was don't spend money on anything that's not on the stage yeah that every penny that is brought in goes towards the show. Mm-hmm. And that's great, um, especially when you're starting out and things like that. I would argue that the seats were a good purchase. Mm-hmm. They didn't help exactly what was on the stage, but you know, I think they, I think they were a good move. And that's the kind of thing that happens when you with the turnover in artistic management, which is good. Um, you, you get new ideas, mm-hmm. um, new opportunities are created. What do you think it should be? How often? Every, like the Olympics? Every four years? Every four years. <laughs> um, no, I think, well, realistically, it seems to be every five to seven years uh, a company sheds its artistic director. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a hard and fast, but they come in, spend a year or two, you're learning your audience, spend a few years producing mm-hmm. in there, and then are looking at 
something else, especially with, I mean, the size of our theater, we're a great stepping stone to a larger company. So what I was going to say that like like the pinnacle in Canada being what Stratford Stratford or Shaw yeah those uh, are our shining gems those are our gems um, <laughs> I'm supposed to go to school in Niagara for theater school hmm? yeah there we go but oh well um, that was I I took a year off I don't know thirty five forty years ago <laughs> 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 um. And and do you have any? Did you have any? Do you have any desire to to go and try that? I briefly did coming out of school. Yeah. But I like again. It 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 falls into that whole. You're getting pigeonholed in a certain in a certain role. You're mm-hmm. production manager. You're never gonna. I'm. I'm. Their production managers don't leave their offices. They spend their time in there looking over the budgets, and they leave their office to go to a meeting. Nah. They don't walk into the. I they. I shouldn't say they don't walk into the shop. I mean, they walk. They they do, but on the way to their office. On their way to their office, <laughs> but they don't get to really get on get their hands dirty mm-hmm. in there because the production manager has an assistant production manager, and the assistant production manager is talking to the technical director, who has assistant technical directors who are talking to the carpenters. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm walking down and I'm handing my drawings to the carpenters and we're sitting down and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, you know, what do we think our best way to do this is? Yeah. Okay, I got it. Um, how long do you think you're going to be here? How no many idea. more years you got? I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ticking down any clocks. No, I mean, uh, like in theater in general. Until you just can't. Until they f- drag me out kicking. With one light grasped, <laughs> one one light light grasped in my hand. In my hand. It's going to be yeah. one of the new LED lights. It'll, they're sexy as heck. I was going to say, are they? Oh, when, so beautiful. When I, my, in, when I was in theater, I don't know, theater school or, or drama, uh, my board, my lighting board, was the one that with the big handles, big dimmers. <laughs> yeah, I've used yep, those once. I've and used car- those once. And carbon arc. Yep. And carbon arc spots yep. from the balcony. Yep. Used those <laughs> once also. John, but. thanks again. So I just love hanging out with you, man. Hey, it's always a pleasure, buddy. This episode of Arts North was produced and edited at the brand new Arts North podcast studio above the Artisan Gift Shop at Studio 2880 in Prince George, British Columbia. Hey, if you want to be a guest on Arts North or you'd even like to co-host, drop me a line, artsnorthbc at outlook.com or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. I'll leave the, uh, the links in the description below. I'm Michael Cast for Arts North.